time spent trading punches with the enemy. Built myself a double thick stone tower lies higher than the eye can see. Trapped in my flesh and bone, crying out to you, Lord, I'm desperate. Love come rattle this cage and set me free. All of my fears that Jericho walls gotta come down, come down. All of my fears like Jericho walls gotta come down, come down. Oh, my prison turns to ruin. Crashing through the pride and the blame, cutting straight to the heart of me. Long before I ever called your name, you were fighting for my victory. Carved in your flesh and bone, the wounds that have set my soul's forgiven. Oh, now I can feel the darkness trembling. All of my fears, that Jericho walls, gotta come down. Come on, church. All of my fears, like Jericho walls, gotta come down, come down. All of my fears, like Jericho walls, gotta come down, come down. My prison turns to ruin when your love moves in. All of my fears, like Jericho walls, gotta come down, come down. Sing it with me, family. gentlemen that is Jericho Walls and uh, we are on episode number 71 here on Rise Up I don't need these headphones anymore I just needed to make sure that you guys were not getting blasted out of your eardrums Um, but that was called uh, Jericho Walls that's by a man named Andrew Rip Andrew Whip Jericho Walls beautiful beautiful song and uh it wasn't originally an acoustic song. Uh, Jericho Walls by Andrew Rip. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rip, Jericho Walls. The first time I ever heard that song, I fell in love with it. It is 
I'd have to say my favorite Christian song. Oh, man, that's a close one. There was Jesus with uh, Zach Williams and Dolly Parton. That's a good one, too. But Jericho Walls is a very, very powerful song. And the first time that I heard him do that acoustically, it was live on the message on XM Channel 63. If you have XM Radio, by the way, you definitely need to be locked and loaded on Channel 63. Okay, that is the message. And the first time that I ever heard that song live was from him on the message. He was in studio, and he said that he used to go around and play that song live acoustically when he first wrote it. But when he, you know, when he really put it out there as a, um, as a single, it wasn't acoustic. So when he went back to doing it acoustic, I just said that, that it hits me a whole nother way, right? It hits me a whole nother way. Jess says, I'm not hip to any gospel music. Well, we have 71 shows now here on Rise Up on LFA TV. And if you go back and watch every single one of them, you will see 70, nope, 69 different songs because I played two songs twice now. Jericho Walls I've played twice and uh, Holy Water I've played twice. So, um, you know, thank you guys very much. Now, I understand uh, that there's a lot of people that are having some issues with Rumble, like they can't chat anymore, or they're having an issue logging in. My first suggestion would be to email support at rumble.com. Again, support at rumble.com. The next thing that I would try to do is clear your cash or your cookies, okay? I would try to sign out and sign back in. I would try a different browser just in case. And I would do those three or four things to make sure that you can get either back into your account or back into uh, chatting on the live chat. Uh, Again, Eli put that in there. It was support uh, at rumble.com. Again, support at rumble.com. Make sure you put not only your name and email that you use, but also your username in order for them to fix it quickly so they don't have to send back an email saying, hey, what's your username or what's your email? It is support at rumble.com. We want to try to get as many people in there. I'd like to give a big shout out to Mag Americans. He's doing a lot. He's working hard. He says he doesn't mean to spam. It's okay. But this is definitely not the show to uh, advertise and spam on. I don't mind you do it on LF, uh, Live from America or any of the other shows. But this one, this is a show for the Lord. So if I could ask everybody to make sure that we stay dedicated to the Lord and keeping our gaze on God in this uh, show. I'd really appreciate it. I am aware of, of, of your stuff, uh, Mag, and you're doing amazing stuff. Um, we're just going through a lot of uh, growth right now. So some people are just kind of, uh, I don't mean to say put on the back burner, uh, but definitely your name is known, and I like what you do, brother. I really do. Uh, let's, keep the, let's keep our eyes on God. Let's keep our gaze on heaven and on the cross. Today I titled the show, Do You Bear the Marks? Do you bear the marks of a Christian? Now I know that you don't have holes in your hands. Maybe you do. I don't know. I'm, I'm just assuming. And I know you don't have holes in your feet, but you still should be able to bear the marks of a Christian. Okay? One thing that I will be, uh, I I have been speaking with Rumble on, folks, is having playlists here on Rumble so that you can go to like short clips or you can go to just the shows. Uh, I've also asked them to be able to... um, for us to be able to pin something to the top, you know, a very important video that we don't want to get uh, have buried. 
Uh, but just know, guys, that when you go to like our homepage, the LFA TV homepage on Rumble, there is a filter section on the right side so that you can filter from short clips to long videos so that you don't have to go through so many days just to see the short clips. Okay. Uh, I think they're called short. Let me, let me, let me go see actually. So you can sort by most recent. You can sort by uh, video date or you can sh- uh, filter by uh, duration, which is any short or long. Okay. And what that does is if you really want to catch all the short clips, just click the shorts and all of the short clips will come up and you can watch and, and rumble all of them. Okay. Um, so. Having said that, we've already passed 1,000 people in here. I'd like to give some live shout-outs, and then I would like to, if possible, get into our prayer so we can get into the show, which is Do You Bear the Marks? I see Kong 480, Salty Debbie, Mag Americans. Thank you very much. I see Katie, Dr. Goat Kisses, Mustache, Dautet123, Shishu, Lord Fishy, Kristen Donovan, sent out your boys' shirts yesterday. God Chick, Lord Fishy, Garco65, Lisa Young, how are you? Good to see you. Are there any prayers that, be, uh, that we need to uh, uh, acknowledge today? If there's any prayer lists, please put them in there. I hope to catch them. Julie did a prayer for Trump this morning. That's great. Julie Green is awesome. Kitten, how are you? Good to see you. KC, 2022, good to see you. Need this show today, says Katie. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here if you need this show today, okay? Um, Tongue-tied, how you doing? (laughs) Good to see you, 1776. Already shared. Um, Good morning, family. I have missed you so very much. Well, we're, we're glad you're back. We're glad you're back. Um... Who else we got in here? Daisy Dukes, how are you? Bobby Mannion, good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you very much. In the post office right now, Kong with the $5 donation. Definitely seeing the value in our, in our producer. Annette is in the building. How are you? Cindy says can't chat, unfortunately. However, she just chatted. How I love you, Cindy. God bless. Angel, good to see you. How are you? Race Mom is in the building. Prayers for Bill Romaniello. Romaniello, uh, prayers for Bill, everybody. If we can please add Bill Romanello to our um, to our prayer list. Lori from PA is watching. Good to see you, Taz lady. Becca79 is in the building. How are you? God bless you. Uh, mustache here. Yes, the one I am is here. How are you? Shelly Rose, good to see you. And Wayne Davis. Thank you all so very much. Uh, look, guys, we are 71 episodes now in the Rise Up. Yesterday, we had a total of what, Eli, 1,800 people listening to the gospel live. I, that was one of the proudest moments of my day to see that many people start showing up to rise up. It's truly incredible. And you want to know how that happens? That happens because God's calling his people. Just like the Jesus revival that you've seen at Asbury, just like all of the Jesus revival going on all over the world on ESPN, which we showed last night, right? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Jesus revival. So Jesus is calling and Jesus's people are hearing the sheep, not in the political sense, in the gospel sense, the sheep are hearing Jesus's calling and they're coming running. 
And that also has something to do with you guys sharing as well. So if you're just joining in, we're 12 minutes past the hour. Please share this stream. Thank you to all those that are watching on Rumble every day. For those that are watching on the app, God bless you and thank you. Make sure you download the LFA TV app on your mobile device. And if you're watching on digital TV, please come over to Rumble, sign in, give us a Rumble and give us a share. And make sure you turn that little thumb right down there, right below where I'm pointing. Turn that thumb green, okay? All right, let's get into our prayer And let's think of the people that are asking for prayers that we've seen in the chat this morning. And let's also think of the fact that I titled the show, Do You Bear the Marks of a Christian? Because your actions will show it. All right? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And Lord, while we're bending your ear, we pray for Bill. We pray for Larry Reha. We pray for Kathy Cappy and her shoulder. We pray for everybody who's asking for prayers in the chat, Lord, that you will hear their cries, that you will answer their prayers, that you will bless them with health and restoration, that you will bless them with calmness and, and, and joy and peace in their hearts. And we also ask that you bless them with the knowledge and the wisdom that it comes from you, Lord. All good things come from you, and you work all good things together for the greatness of God, Lord, and we so appreciate that. We are so thankful to be here for today. We ask that every soul that will hear and watch this show today will be blessed, uh, that their cup will overfloweth with blessings from the Father, the creator of the universe. And Lord, we ask that you allow our marks to be public. Allow our scars to be public. And if they're not public visibly, then we ask for the courage to be able to use our tongue and tell the world of our scars. Let's turn our scars into blessings. Let's turn our scars into peace. And let's turn our scars into thankfulness to you, Lord. Let's open up to the world and let's make our scars public because we need to bear the marks of a true Christian. We pray for this courage. We pray for this health and restoration that we've asked for. In Jesus' name, amen. Please remember uh, Rita, ladies and gentlemen. Rita, Darlene's sister, is having open heart surgery soon. Not sure of the day yet, but let's get ahead of the surgery and let's start asking for prayers uh, for Rita now. Let's be proactive. Please remember uh, Rita, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be proactive uh, prayer warriors, not reactive prayer warriors. Amen? All right. I don't know if you guys have it, but it's time to sip on our Rise Up coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the American Pecan Decaf coming next week. Sumatra Gold will still stay as regular coffee, but we will have three different options for you. The American Pecan, the Sumatra Gold, or the American Pecan Decaf coffee. And that's what I'm sipping on right here. American Pecan, let's lift up our cups. And yes, Shaylin was able to watch your video or the show yesterday and see your comments. She was very encouraged, and I want to thank all of you. Let's get into our first book as we keep Do You Bear the Marks on your mind. And today, if you're new to the show, the first book that we read from every day is One Minute Prayer for Dads. This is a very, 
very important book to me. Oh, thank you, CQ. CQ in the chat just said she just ordered more Field of Greens. Telling you, baby. It works. One Minute Prayer for Dads is a very emotional book to me, a very personal book to me. And the reason why is because my mom gave me this book when I first became a Christian. All right? Jeremy, are you out of American Pecan? I tried to order and it said it was out. Yes, we are out just until next week. They're already shipping more in and we apologize, okay? Jeremy, was that Rita Darlene Chapman? Yes, it was Rita Darlene's sister-in-law, I believe. Yes. All right, so this book is very important to me and we're going to be reading today from... 62, page number 62, and it's titled, Too Busy? Question mark. Too Busy? Question mark. Look carefully, then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Now that comes from right before one of my favorite verses, which is Ephesians 6, 11. Ephesians 5, 5, 15, and 16. Look carefully, then how you walk, not as unwise, but wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Though we still live in a land that we're free to worship God as we see fit, that liberty is becoming increasingly at risk as the days turn evil. Would you agree with that? As dads, we must guard our time and walk as wise men, not as unwise men. We must make the best of our time today. Father, I aim for wisdom as a dad and as a father. My goal is to make good use of my time as a dad. I pray that you will multiply my dad time by giving me ideas on how to simplify my life and better manage all of my duties. Lord, convict me of ever being too busy to be a good dad to my kids. Such a statement will be an admission I'm too busy elsewhere in my life and I must rearrange my priorities. Thank you, Lord, for never being too busy for me. I want to talk about that for a minute because this is my life. Hold on one second. I just want to read something here. Jeremy, how, can, how come I can't order stuff from your sponsors on your site but I go to their sites and order. Example, mini chainsaw. I had to send my t-shirt to an American friend. You must be from Canada. Yeah, you can't order stuff from my website, from our, from our sponsors. You have to go to the link in the description of these videos. You have to go right to their site and use the promo code LFA. You cannot order from the sponsors from my website if that's what you're asking. Okay? All right. Now, I want to get into this because this is my life. My life is, I, I, I regret so much of my uh, young fatherhood with Shaylin and Jaden, my first two kids, because I was always saying too busy, too busy, too busy. Now, a lot of that had to do with the fact that their mother left me for months, and, uh, months on end and left me to raise a one and a two-year-old by myself. Uh, thankfully, I had the help of Eli, which is why he definitely deserves to stay employed here and deserves your rumble rants. Um, but I always said, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. And I've caught myself today, not today, but in, in today's time, saying the same thing to my five-year-old daughter now. However, a lot less because I realize and I catch myself 
uh, all the time. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, you're not too busy. Say yes. If my daughter says, Daddy, would you... How, how many parents out there would absolutely love if their five-year-old said, Daddy, can you spend some time with me? Because my daughter doesn't ask in a way of, Daddy, can you color with me? Daddy, can you watch TV with me? Daddy, can we go outside and play? My five-year-old daughter asks in a way that I think God weighs on her heart because it convicts me every time. She says, Daddy, can we spend time together? That's how she asks me to do something every day. How do you say no to that? How do you say no to a five-year-old kid that looks at you with those puppy dog eyes and says, Daddy, can we spend some time together before I go to bed? I think God weighs that on her little five-year-old heart because if she were to ask me in another way, I may be, um, I, I'm prone to say I'm too busy. Like if she says, Daddy, can we do a puzzle? Well, honey, you're going to bed in a half an hour. A puzzle takes, you know, a long time to do. Let's just do it on the weekend. Well, that would be incredibly stupid of me. I would regret that years down the road. Why don't I just start doing the puzzle with her and do a half an hour worth of the puzzle and then have her go to bed? See, you have to understand something here as a parent and as a grandparent too. Just like that book said, if you feel too busy, if you actually feel too busy, well, then you're obviously too busy somewhere else and you need to reprioritize your daily uh, responsibilities and duties. If it's not because you're too busy and it's just because you don't want to, then I want you to, act, to, to answer your child or your grandchild, I just don't want to. Because that will convict you immediately. You will never say that. You would never say that. But you need to say it out loud, maybe, so that they can see that and the look on their face of disappointment will convict you alone. Think about it, folks. It's one of two things. It's either you really are too busy or you just don't want to. And that's okay, too, if you don't want. I mean, it's not okay if you don't want to. What I'm saying is if you truly just want some alone time, then explain that to your child. Say, I would love to spend some time with you. Can you give me 15 minutes? And in 15 minutes, I promise I will play with you. And just take that 15 minutes to be alone. But never just say, no, I'm too busy. Because by you saying, no, I'm too busy, you are letting your child know that whatever it is that you're too busy to do is more important than them. That's how they look at it. They don't really think, well, dad is really too busy. And we all have that regret. I have that regret. I'm sure most of you do too. But we can change now. We don't have to do that moving forward. We don't have to be the same people that we were even as growing Christians. Yes, you left your past you before Christ behind. But guess what else? You left yesterday behind too. And yesterday, you made mistakes that you probably don't want to make today. Everything is in the past. What I just said is in the past. So your child is only going to look at it as you're too busy for them. Whatever it is that you're too busy doing, it's more important than them. But that, now let's bring it full circle. Let's bring it back to God. How many of you out there desperately 
want to be with Christ? How many of you out there ask God to help you every day, whether it be emotional, spiritual, physical, whatever? You ask him every day, don't you? You, anybody who prays to God every day most likely asks God for something and not just giving thankfulness. You ask him for health. You ask him for wisdom. You ask him for courage. You ask him for joy, peace, mercy, blessings, whatever it is. Can you imagine if you had an actual physical one-way conversation ability with God Like, I know we can talk to God and God answers us through prayer. I get that. I know you understand that God talks to you because he talks to me too. I get that. But imagine if you could pick up the phone and actually call God physically. And he's like, hello, God here. And you're like, God, dad, oh, I love you so much. He says, I love you too. You say, dad, look, I really, really, really want to ask you for something. And God says, oh, that's great. I'm, I'm too busy. What? What? God, Dad, Father, please, can you spend some time with me? Can you help me out? I'm sick. My family is sick. We need your help. We need help. We need restoration. Can you come spend some time and heal us? Sorry, I'm too busy. Okay. Imagine the disappointment. Not only the disappointment. Imagine the hurt. Imagine the pain. You don't think that's what your kids feel? When you tell them the same thing? Now, they're not looking at it from a spiritual level. But they don't have the wisdom yet to discern between the two that are, you know what I mean? Like, we have the wisdom. So, you could kind of scale up the same feeling that a child has when you tell them that you're too busy, scale that up to you as an adult, having wisdom and understanding life as you do, it would be the same feeling if you if God told you, I am too busy for you. And if anybody was too busy, it would be God. Definitely not us. Never, ever, ever tell your child no or I'm too busy. When their question is, can you spend some time with me? You will regret it for the rest of your life. CQ put in the chat, Jeremiah 33.3. So if anybody has Jeremiah 33.3, says, call to me and I will answer. And I will tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. God never tells you he's too busy, ever. So why would we? I mean, it's almost like my shirt here. Look. Jesus calling. Are you going to be too busy for him or are you going to pick up? Are you going to accept Or are you going to decline? We have these shirts on JeremyHarrell.com, by the way. Unisex shirts. And the reason why it says 413 up here is because Philippians 413. Now you can see that my battery is at 100%, baby. I'm fully charged with the Lord. Philippians 413. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
when Jesus is calling, will you answer or will you decline the call? Are you too busy for Jesus? It seems to be society always wants us to be too busy. Society wants us to be too busy for Jesus. Society wants us to be too busy to be good dads. Society wants us to be too busy to focus on the cross and God. That's why they tried to shut down churches during COVID. Folks, we just passed 1,400 people watching. God is calling and his people are hearing and they're coming. If you build it, they will come. If you've not shared the video yet, if you just came in, please share the video. And if you've not liked the video, please like it right here. RJ Cat says, driving daughter to work every day. That is spending time with your, God, your daughter. That is amazing. That is amazing. God is good and he is coming for his nation. Yes, he is, Mag. Yes, he is, brother. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Get your Jesus Calling shirt today. Spread the gospel without even opening your mouth. Just let people see the shirt. And yes, we got the Bad Moon shirts coming out soon, too, that says, I'm a billboard for God. I'm telling you, the LFA store, the Jeremy Harrell store, is becoming increasingly filled with God stuff and, uh, and, and not so much uh, patriotism. It's because you can't make America great again until you make America godly again. Amen? Let's have a little bit of our Rise Up coffee. Let's pull up the Rumble chat. Let's see what you guys have to say about this. I'm going to slow this down real quick here. I know that I regret very personally. Jesus took my two granddaughters home with him. I regret daily that one of the last times I had with them, they asked me to play cards with them, and I said later. I'm very sorry. Very sorry to hear that. He is setting his chessboard. We are the pieces, says Mag. I'm in the car parked and listening. I just left the post office, Jeremy. Your packages are on the way. We love you, Amanda. Hopefully it's not more food to make us fat, but hopefully it is too, because we love it. Kid shirts. Yes, there are kid shirts on JeremyHarrell.com right now, but not uh, God ones. They are, uh, you can just go look. Those will be coming in probably the next month. Okay. Um, Just ordered three bags of Sumatra gold. Oh, you are going to be wound for sound, (laughs) but thank you so very much. Thank you, Bruce. I love you, brother. Love you. The shirts run small. The medium is tight and of you can't beat God t-shirts. Yeah, some shirts are, are true. Some shirts are not. Depends on which ones you buy. I was praying for Trump and asked God, don't let him go to prison. Stop all the prosecution. And God said to me, there will be suffering just like Jesus suffered a wrongful prosecution. Armilius says, I want to be a billboard for God. Will you? Oh, for Bad Moon. <laughs> be a billboard for Bad Moon. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Jeremy, can you imagine if God was lukewarm? Oh, I wouldn't want that. Oh, I know. I know. Shishu says, I'm so lost. Why are you lost, hun? Why are you lost? Seems to me you're right where God wants you to be here today. Hi, little David. How you doing, brother? I heard you woke up rough today. I hope you have a good day, buddy. Just know that Jesus is here. Answer the phone. He's here, brother. Okay? My grandson asked me this morning, Grandma, do you think Jesus is coming back soon? I said, I do not know. They answer, and neither does Jesus. But I know we carry him with us in our hearts all the time. Well, that's true, too. That is true, too. 
Let's go to Jesus Listens, because if Jesus calls, well, then we know Jesus listens too, doesn't he? Isn't that true? We know that if Jesus calls, then Jesus must listen as well. So let's go, let's go there today, March 21st, year of our Lord. Merciful Jesus. This is called Jesus Listens. It's by the same lady who does Jesus Calling, okay? And we're almost at 1,500. Make sure you rumble the video and pass it on. Your face is shining upon me. Little David, are you hearing this? All you grandkids out there, are you hearing this? All right. Your face is shining upon me, beaming out peace that transcends understanding. I'm surrounded by a sea of problems, but I am face-to-face with you, my peace. Sounds like a little bit like where we are right now, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Problems all around us, but if we keep our focus on Jesus, we're at peace. Do you not want peace? That doesn't mean that you ignore the problems around you. No, no, no. That doesn't mean that you ignore the problems around you. It means you continue to fight the problems around you, but you do it from a better place of understanding and peace and relaxation. You are not stressed when you do it. You are in your right mind. And Jesus is calling every day. Can you imagine had I not listened? Can you imagine had I not picked up the phone? Lord Fishy says, I ordered Field of Greens with promo code Let's Go. Why would you do that? <laughs> promo code is LFA. <laughs> but thank you for ordering. Or are you just saying you, oh, you did it with the promo code and then you said, let's go. <laughs> uh, promo code's LFA, by the way. Um, as long as I keep my focus on you, I am safe. Think about that. So... Trump, I'm sure, is keeping his focus on God during all of this, right? We have to understand Trump is a man of God himself. We don't know where he is with his journey in God, but we know that. Oh, the promo code LFA only works once. I gotcha. I gotcha. But if you sign up for reoccurring orders, then the promo code basically stays for life. So just, I gotcha now. Um... If I gaze too long at the myriad of problems around me, I will sink under the weight of my burdens. I'm grateful that I can cry out, Lord, save me, if I start to sink, and he will lift me up. That means he's listening, guys. Lord, save me. I'm going to tell you a little story. I love my stories, right? (laughs) Well, I think I love my stories more than other people. But anyway, I got to tell you a story. Here we go. So the other day, Obviously, everybody knows that we are, we are in the season of Lent right now, right? Not Lent as in what's in your belly button. Lent, right? <laughs> uh, so now I am not a Catholic, but I still do a lot of the traditions and, and cultural things that Jews even, that, that Jews even do because I just like them. I know that's not what saves me, right? Jesus didn't need to be baptized to be saved, Right. But he did it anyway as a symbolic thing. Right. So I do some things symbolically. And every year I engage in giving up something and sacrificing something for the season of Lent. Well, this year. I tried to do something that I've never done before. The last two years, I've it's been about weight. It's been about eating and food. Right. But this year was a little different this year because I have such a terrible tongue. Because my mind is always on jokes. 
because I'd make a joke out of every bad situation. And I even do like mind in the gutter jokes. Like that's what she said. Like I say that stuff all the time. So my goal this year was to stop saying everything that comes to my mind. I don't need to say everything, Jeremy. You don't need to say everything that comes into your head, Jeremy. It's been my biggest problem my whole life. And I have another story to tell you after this one if I can remember it. But uh, I, every time that I uh, engage in saying things that I shouldn't say, I, I either get to my knees or I'll silently pray, Jesus, please, please keep my tongue tamed. Tame my tongue. And it helps so much. It helps so much. He takes that desire to want to do it away. Okay? He does listen. Now, last week, we did Fasting Friday, right? We fasted from Thursday at dinner to Friday at dinner. How many of you actually completed it? How many of you completed it and how many did not complete it? I'd like to know in the chat, okay? If you did not complete it, then it's okay. Admit it. Let us know. Then we can help you for the next time. I'm going to do this every week. Now, I'm not expecting you guys to do this every week. But I got to tell you, when I fasted from no, for no food for 24 straight hours, there were about three or four times during that time that I really wanted to eat. And in some cases, I even picked up some goldfish, you know, the little goldfish crackers. I picked up a handful of them like 10 minutes after the fast started and started eating them. But I was like, oh, what am I doing? I didn't swallow and I spit them out in the garbage can. And about four other times during that 24 hours, I needed to eat bad. I needed to eat bad. I was hungry. And the first thing that I did was drop to my knees and, and ask for God to take it away. I love the fact that people that are failing are admitting that they failed. That's huge. Okay, there's nothing wrong with you for that. It's very hard. RJ said I did 28 hours. Amen. Amen. Now, it felt really good, didn't it? It felt really good, didn't it? Not the part where you were hungry, but the, but the way your mind felt better. Your body felt better after you finally ate, right? So I'm going to start fasting every Thursday night to every Friday night from now on. But every time I got the urge, I fell to my knees and I prayed. I said, God, Lord, please, Jesus, please take this urge away. I am so hungry. I'm, it's one of my weaknesses, Lord. Please take it away. And before I even got up off my knees to my feet again, I wasn't hungry. So, ladies and gentlemen, he listens. He listens. Now, I drink copious amounts of coffee and, and glasses of water but and field of greens. But when you ask him to help you and you are sincere, he listens. Liberty Girl says it was her first time fasting. What'd you, what did you make of it? F. Graves says, I did it, but I picked out after. Well, that's where I failed as well I did the same thing I actually succeeded in the fast but we went out to eat and when we went out to eat I porked like a piglet and I shouldn't have done that because I felt like crap for the next 24 hours so make sure you don't do that too again it's okay if you didn't make it it's okay better luck next time right we'll get there together but I have to say this, folks, I'm going to do this every week because it's something that I want to sacrifice of mine, something that I love very much food, right? And food loves me. I think we're married. 
But I want to sacrifice something every week like that. And you're right, the fasting will get easier, L. Jacobs, because it's like a muscle. You're training yourself. Now, after we do this for a month, okay? You ready for this one? A real fast is three days. Three days. After I do this for a month, I'm going to try a 48-hour fast, and then I'm going to work my way up to a 72-hour fast. Not just for sacrifice, although that's the main and, and, and primary reason that I'm doing it, okay? But I want you all to look up the benefits of fasting. I want you all to understand exactly what fasting does for your body. I want to thank Lisa Young for the $50 to take my, uh, for my mom and my daughter for Bible studies to go out for lunch. Thank you very much. That means so much to me. You'll have no idea. But a real fast, even biblical fast, is 72 hours. Why? That's the question. Do you think God just wanted people to fast so that they could show that they were giving up something, that they don't need to live off food alone, that they live off the word of God? Do you think that fasting was just to see about your sacrifice? It wasn't. Boy, I'll tell you, even before the science was available for this stuff, God knew about it. Ready for this? I want you all to look up what the physical benefits are of fasting for one, two, and three days. And the second day, the benefits outweigh the first. And the third day, the benefits vastly outweigh the first day. Your mind, your body physically gets better. You start, your body starts releasing chemicals and stuff inside of you that have been dormant for decades, decades. Do you want to know why our lifespan is only a hundred years? If we're lucky, look into what we put in our body, garbage in, garbage out. You must understand the physical benefits of fasting. It's not just a spiritual benefit. It's not just a sacrifice for God. It's not just giving up something to show that you love God and that you'll give up something. The brain and the body start fixing itself in ways that it, you would have never done it without stopping the eating. Think about it, folks. Now, I want you to consult with your doctor or your physician before you fast for expended, extended periods of time. But you got to understand something, folks. Your body was built to last forever. It was built to never die. You want to know the cure for a lot of disease? It's what we eat. Do you know the cure for cancer is to just not eat sugar, to kill sugar, to deprive cancer of the sugar? Because cancer grows and thrives off sugar. Starve the cancer to death. There are natural ways right here on earth to live extended periods of time. And it says it in the Bible. Now, I know not everybody can do this. I understand that. Don't listen to me when it comes to, you know, and say, I'm just going to do it. If you've got diabetes, if you need insulin and stuff like that, then obviously you must modify your fast. But for somebody like me, 
I don't have any medical issues like that. I can do it. And I think most people probably could do it. But I want you all, your homework for tonight, before you come back tomorrow, is to literally look up the, look up the benefits of fasting and what your body does every single day that it does not have food. You get better and better. You increase your metabolism. But the biggest thing is, check this out. You literally build back up and increase your immune system. You didn't hear that during COVID, did you? Your immune system immediately starts creating new white blood cells because there's foods not coming in. So it's thinking you're, you're tricking your body back into being what it was meant to be. That's why eating just fruits and vegetables with the field of greens or having that daily uh, dose of fruits and vegetables, that's why it does so much for you because that's the way God intended you to have in your body. He intended you to have fruits and vegetables. Well, the same thing with fasting. God didn't just need uh, order people to fast because, oh, give me, show me that you are uh, loyal to me. He did it because he knew that it was a massive benefit for your bodies, your immune system, your metabolism, your brain, your body. And then when you get that all in tune and when your body is releasing the chemicals that it's supposed to be, that it's supposed to release. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, your mind, body and spirit are, are truly one, the trinity of health. So don't just listen to me. Look it up. Research. Talk to your physician. Talk to your doctors. Let's move on to the Bible promise book for mornings and evenings, shall we? Sue says, I love fasting. I felt support without talking to you all. I'm on a food program for my weightlifting, so no fasting at this time. Well, that's true. Yeah. Again, everybody's going through a different circumstance in their life. I'm just saying for those who want to engage with me, there's 1,500 people watching here. There's probably 600 people here who want to engage. The benefits of fasting, I'm telling you, folks, far outweigh any medicine, any pharmaceutical, any doctor visit, any suggestion, any ideas, any diet, anything. Think about it. Do your research. I'm telling you, it's truly amazing. Gratitude. Psalm 26, 7 says this. That I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell all thy wondrous works. Daniel 2.20. Daniel is a book that we hardly ever read out of. Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. Wisdom and might are his. So if you have it, it belongs to him too. Though God is great, he doesn't appreciate being taken for granted any more than we would. When God brings us through a trial, do we worship him with great thankfulness? Or do we take the blessings as our due? And when he responds to ordinary situations... Do we give thanks? Well, we know that God works in great, beautiful ways and that he is working in all things for good. So yes, anything that you have, your breath, you should be thanking God for. God said yesterday, when we talked about it yesterday, every time you thank me, you are by default putting me ahead of everything else. Every time you give me just little bursts of thankfulness, he said, then you are by default putting me as your primary um, duty in life. 
to praise me. So yes, thank him for the small things. When the lights are all green on a main strip of your city, thank him. Look at that. R. Johnson said, I just finished the book of Daniel this morning. Wow. So I guess God's talking to you. Guess God's talking to you. When you get through the day with no technical difficulties as a studio, we thank God because God made that possible. Little things like that. When my five-year-old comes up and says, Daddy, can we spend time together? I thank God for that. Somebody says, what liquids do you allow yourself to drink during a fast? Well, I don't really do a, like, I don't do a a fast from liquids. Uh, I drink coffee. I still drink water and I still drink Field of Greens. And it does help with the fasting. I'll tell you that. Helps with curbing a little bit of the uh, hunger. Uh, I'm only talking about food. I know some people fast from everything. I'm not there yet. (laughs) I need to build myself up to that. Uh, Just like everything else, right? I want to thank those who donated during Rumble Rants today. We really appreciate it. Make me thankful, Lord, for all the ways in which you bless and care for me. I don't want my life to become laden with ungratefulness. Amen. I don't think any of us do, right? I think most of us are grateful when people give us things and help us out. Speaking of giving and helping out, on the 11 o'clock show today, we're going to be raising some money for one of the LFA family members. We have four that have been in the wings for quite a while now, and um, uh, we're going to be raising some money uh, for some family. Uh, but by the way, folks, we are already on our way, working our way to 30000 already. $30,000 we've been able to raise and help people. Now, 8000 of that went to Ben and Blue, so that was a good chunk, right? And then we've given another, you know, however many thousands to, 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 to churches and things. So there's a lot, there's big chunks there that came out, but we're already going, we're going for 30,000 and it's only March. Last year we did 70,000. So you can just imagine folks, imagine the people we're helping. Jeremy without coffee, that would be bad. Yeah, that would be really bad for my kids too. That would be really bad. I don't think they could deal with that. No, they make a deal with that. Uh, <laughs> March 21st from Every Day with Jesus. Now, this book was given to me by Sam and Linda Majaya. Sam and Linda Majaya live in Virginia. They gave me this book, and they are wonderful, wonderful people, very close to our family, and I love them so much. March 21st, what is in your hand? First Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him. For he careth for you. My youngest son was almost three before he talked. This isn't me. I'm reading from the book. There was nothing wrong with him. Why should he talk when he had three people who got him whatever he wanted with only a point and a grunt? (laughs) He was smarter than the rest of us. And this had to change. Coming out of a public restroom one day, he tried to open the door, but the spring in the door handle was too tight for him to turn. He looked at me and grunted. But I told him he would have to talk before I opened the door. He refused and wouldn't let go of the door handle. Others were waiting to get out. So now I opened, I needed to open the door. His little hand clutched the door handle. And in order to turn it and open the door, I would have to squeeze his hand. And I realized I had to get him to let go of the door before I could open it. 
I had no sooner done that than the Lord spoke to me saying, that's the way it is with you. You have your problems so tightly in your hands and I can't do anything about them until you let them go. Wow. I instantly knew what he was talking about. I had cares about finances for the ministry. I was thinking day and night about what I could do to turn the situation around. I hadn't cast my care on him. I was still holding tight in my little hands. I figuratively opened my hands and said, Lord, I give this problem to you. Open the door. You open the door. He did, of course, and our needs were supplied. Are you keeping the Lord from intervening in your situations because you have such a tight grip on the problem? Let it go by casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. He can handle your problems better than you can. What a great analogy. What a great story. Amazing. What a great analogy and what a great story. I love how God works. I love how God uses the most Simple situations in life. He uses the most simple situations in life. Things that only you think a fifth grader would understand. But yet he uses them for us too. He says the same thing applies for you, son. The same thing applies for you, daughter. Amazing. Amazing. Let's go to the, let's go to, um, first of all, before we do anything else, we have to make sure that we give uh, thanks to our sponsor. So we're going to do that now because we do have a sponsor for this show. And you guys know that the money that this sponsor gives us goes towards paying the bills for our Christian academy, for our children to, uh, to go to this new Christian school. Now, they're in the process of moving, and I found out yesterday, folks, and you're going to love this, that they're working on getting the loan, which is absolutely incredible, okay? Working on getting the loan from the bank. But beyond that, folks, we got a um, word yesterday that they would not be able to get the loan unless the bank could count on the income from LFA Media Company. So we had to literally get our bank to write their bank a letter and saying that we consistently have enough sponsorship coming in to cover the money that we have to give, that we are passing along to this school. And ladies and gentlemen, who would have ever thought that in order for our school to get this new building and not shut down after 30 years of being a Christian school, to get this new building that they need to rely on the LFA family and in turn, by default, relying on God to be able to have a new school. And for that, I am so thankful. And for that, I'd like to thank the Trumpet Daily. Because if it wasn't for the Trumpet Daily, then we would not be able to have the money to get sponsored, to pass it along, to to be able to get the loan even for the new building for our children. That is how God works through me, and that is how he can work through all of you to better this world and to spread this Jesus revival. So please go to thetrumpetdaily.com. 
Sign up for their stuff. They even have a Rumble channel now because they sponsored this channel and they realized the amazing power of Rumble and how Rumble is all about promoting and sponsoring people with God-fearing content. So, trumpetdaily.com. Sign up today for their newsletter. Sign up for their free publications. You get free stuff in the mail, free books, trumpetdaily.com. And if it wasn't for them and God using us together, two different people that believe in God together, then our school would, would not have been saved. And God saved our school. And I'm absolutely amazing. Amazed by it. Absolutely amazed and thankful for that. So folks, I'm going to go to the verse of the day today, and then we're going to bounce. But while the verse of the day is being read, we will take you out the same way we brought you in with a little bit of Jericho walls. So having said that, do you bear the marks? Verse of the day comes from Romans 12, 14 through 21. And it says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. All the people that want to put Trump in prison, we have to bless them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not be uppity, but associate with the lowly, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Truly associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no evil for evil, but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all. And if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing that, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome by evil, or do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Incredible. Folks, I want to thank you all for being here today. God bless you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your understanding. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for just being a part of Rise Up and LFA. God bless each and every one of you. I love you. Sean Farish comes up next at 9 a.m. right after this. And then, of course, I follow that up with my own live from America. You're not going to want to miss it so you can see what's going on with Trump. I love you. God bless you. Have a great morning. Drink your Rise Up coffee. Peace out. Come on, folks.